Hi, everyone. In this special episode of Financial Planning Fridays, I wanted to talk with you about the issue dominating the financial headlines over the past week and the impact it may have on banking going forward, the recent failure of Silicon Valley Bank. Early last week, clients of SVB began hearing rumors that the bank may be in trouble and quickly, many of them rushed to move their funds to other banks. This was further fueled by emails and social media posts speculating on the bank's potential ability to meet or not meet withdrawal requests. Ultimately, their clients requested withdrawals of $42 billion on Thursday, and SVB was not able to meet demand. On Friday, regulators closed the bank and took over operations. And just like that, one of the top 20 largest U.S. banks ceased to exist as we knew it. At their core, banks are businesses like any others. To make money, they typically loan out their deposits to other customers or purchase government-backed bonds to generate interest. SVB was no exception. They had about $173 billion in deposits and in an extremely low interest rate environment of 2020 and 2021, they used the bulk of their deposits to purchase U.S. government debt in the form of treasuries and government-backed mortgage securities. On the surface, all very safe. Then the Federal Reserve began to raise rates and they began to raise them at the fastest pace ever. This exposed SVB's very large mistake. In order to generate slightly more income for their bank, they purchased government-backed mortgage securities that would mature in 10 years or more, effectively locking up a large bulk of their money in a yield of roughly 1.6%. When the Fed began to raise rates and investors could now purchase very similar bonds, earning 5% instead, the value of their large position of mortgage-backed bonds plummeted. In the end, SVB would have been okay if they had the opportunity to hold these securities to maturity. However, as rumors began to swirl, clients of the bank swooped in rapidly to remove their deposits. SVB had to sell their bonds at a loss and did not have enough to cover all withdrawal requests, which ultimately led to the bank shutdown and the recent U.S. government actions. So where do we go from here? Moving forward, the Federal Reserve announced that they will provide one-year loans on the maturity value of these bonds if banks need to cover withdrawals. This should enable banks to meet withdrawal requests without having to sell their bond holdings at a loss, helping to avoid future runs on a bank for this reason. Additionally, the FDIC, Treasury, and Federal Reserve issued a joint statement on Sunday, March 12th, that they will cover all deposits at SVB, even those that were above the FDIC limit of $250,000 seemingly setting a new precedent that all deposits at U.S. banks will be covered, which I think is the right thing to do. You need to have full confidence that the money you deposit into a bank is safe, secure, and will be available for withdrawal at any time. 
However, for every action, there is a reaction, and the cost of this will likely be an increase to the insurance premiums that banks pay into the FDIC fund to cover potential future losses. In turn, banks will likely lower the already small amount of interest that they typically pay customers on their deposits. This is yet another reason why clients should reevaluate their bank relationship. According to a Wall Street Journal article in December 2022, the average amount paid on savings accounts in the United States at the five largest banks where almost half of all deposits are held is only 0.4%. To put that into context, the rate today, March 15th, 2023, on the Fidelity Treasury money market is about 4.5%, more than 10 times the average savings rate at America's largest banks. This is another of the key reasons that we chose Fidelity as a place to hold our clients' assets. We wanted clients to have a wide variety of money market options to get the best possible available rates while having the safety of an enormous institution, one that has about $4 trillion under management and serves more than 37 million accounts. We will continue to closely monitor this situation and provide advice and guidance to our clients. Please call or email us at any time with questions. Thank you, and I look forward to talking with you again soon.